Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So great to have you on board for yet another episode. Recording a little bit earlier today than normal, uh, just about to jump in the car and head off for an hour or so drive to uh, deliver a half-day workshop for an organization this afternoon. And uh, we'll be talking all things culture, all things innovation, creativity, but also we'll be talking a little bit about mindset as well. So I thought, what better opportunity than now to record a some messages, record a, some thoughts on mindset, and particularly for us as sales leaders, the importance of maintaining a positive, uplifting, not only culture, but certainly mindset in relation to building that culture. And uh, I come across this research, which I'm going to share with the team today as well, that came from Carol Dweck. And uh, you may have read it, and it's the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And such an important topic, not just for sales leaders, but I think for all all leaders, but also all team members as well, because so often I see that teams are being stifled by their own thinking and by their own um, culture, which is which has been formed through static a static mindset or a fixed mindset, and basically they're they're stopping themselves from growing to their fullest potential, which is really really sad because if they only knew what they could change, they would get out of their own way and actually uh, actually probably deliver some better results, and also those results have a much better opportunity of therefore becoming uh, sustainable. But it's interesting that uh, a lot of even a lot of sales letters that I deal with, not necessarily work with, but certainly deal with in conversations, there's always this little element of, um, and it's not so much woe is me, but there's this there's this thing in the back of their head that says, you know what, we're not we're not quite there, not quite sure whether this is possible. So there's this element of doubt that exists within many sales leaders' minds, which unfortunately starts to permeate through the team because, as we know, the team is and always will be a reflection of the leader. So if the leader's thinking in that way, then chances are more than probable that the team is also going to be thinking in that same, in that same way. So I wanted to share some research, and you may have seen this from Carol Dweck, um, who's a researcher that's done a lot of work in uh, in mindset, uh, a lot of research around high performance, and she's written a number of books that uh, really go into this in a huge amount of detail. So I can't go into detail in this podcast because I don't have a huge amount of time, but essentially the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset is absolutely staggering, but it doesn't have to be as big as it perhaps uh, indicates or, you, or perhaps you think. And so what, what was really interesting is in the research that Carol Dweck did, she found that actually intelligence is something that is not necessarily fixed. It actually can be developed. So we can learn to drive forward and learn new things and therefore develop a more positive, more optimistic uh, outlook. And really what, what she found was growth comes through struggle. And now I talk a lot about on this podcast the fact that we've got to embrace pressure like you talked about yesterday. We've got to look at obstacles as opportunities to grow. We've got to look at every particular challenge we've got as something for us to deal with so that we can get over this, but also what lesson comes out of it that we can then pay forward to our team and pay forward to future leaders who potentially we're going to be mentoring down the track. And so growth will come through struggle, and it's through the perseverance, and it's through discovery. Now, the thing about this, that many of the great ideas to emerge in history would not have happened if people had not have struggled and persevered and 
importantly fold along the way. And there's countless examples. Now, just imagine uh, if you were J.K. Rowling and you'd been rejected uh, multiple, multiple times for the Harry Potter manuscripts. What would happen today? What would the world be like today without Harry Potter? So thank God that she persevered, that she saw this as an opportunity to get better, that she believed in what she was doing and she found an opportunity and found a way to get around those obstacles and not necessarily take the word from others who were rejecting her um, as the gospel and therefore stopped stopped her from, from growing. Simply cannot imagine the world without Harry Potter. I know my kids would not know what to do with themselves given that uh, they literally have read all the books multiple times, seen all the movies multiple times. They probably know every single line of the movies. They've, um, they've branched out and they've got Pandora and all sorts of things, jewelry that are Harry Potter themes. They've got socks. So it's a huge, huge business, a uh, massive, massive business, massive following. And just imagine if she had not have persevered, what would we, what would the world be like? So um, there's, and there's countless other examples as well. And there's probably, you've probably got examples within your own business, within your own life, if you like, that um, you had opportunities to persevere and for whatever reason you didn't. Uh, and then there are other situations where you were given challenges that were not necessarily dressed up as opportunities, but you took them as opportunities and you managed to move forward irrespective of the challenge that was in front of you and you managed to get a result. And so here's the, and I wanted just to give you a high level overview here of the differences between the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And the overriding message here today is that understand that a growth mindset is a choice. It's not something that you are born with. It's not part of your DNA. Every single person on the planet has a choice as to whether they become optimistic and look at the possibilities and therefore have a growth mindset or they choose to be pessimistic and have a fixed mindset and therefore limit their opportunity. So whatever you are, remember, it is up to you. Yes, there's going to be situations that might uh, influence you. There'll be environmental factors and all sorts of things. But at the end of the day, understand that you have the power of choice. And if you choose to have and maintain a growth mindset, then some pretty amazing things through perseverance will no doubt happen to you and to your team. So let's have a look at this, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. And just as I go through this, just think about for yourself and also people in your team as to where they might particularly sit. And this might give you some insights in terms of how you might be able to change the conversation to encourage people to change the choices they make, to see some things that are slightly different to what they're choosing to see right now and give them the opportunity to move forward into more of a growth mindset type of environment. So let's talk about, first of all, the fixed mindset. Now, interestingly, the fixed mindset type of people, they believe that intelligence is actually static. It means that they, they it, it can't be developed. It is what it is. You are born this way and you just have to deal with it. And what this does, it tends to lead to a desire to look smart. They want to look smart and it's almost like it's fake it till you make it type of stuff. And unfortunately, therefore, therefore there's a tendency to play it safe and to avoid challenges. They don't want to put their neck out and they don't certainly want to be put in a position where they might fail because that would be terrible because how would it make them look given that they have a desire to look good and look smart? So they'll tend to avoid challenges. Now, when they're therefore faced with obstacles because they can't avoid some of these challenges and some of these obstacles, what they'll tend to do is they'll give up easily. Now, there's so many examples of people, certainly in the in the limelight, and I think of one particular tennis player who will remain nameless, who at the first first sign of an obstacle, first sign of a challenge, this particular tennis player gives up really, really easily. And if you're in Australia, you probably know exactly who I'm talking about. But the fixed mindset type of person will actually give up very, very easily. When it comes to effort, they will actually see effort as something that is fruitless, 
or even worse than that, not good at all. And so they'll, they'll, they won't put as much discretionary effort in to achieve an outcome because they think, you know, what's the point? I'm not going to win anyway. And they're like, they're like Eeyore out of Winnie the Pooh. Everything is, there's this massive cloud that's just following them everywhere they go. And therefore, their discretionary effort is going to be pretty low because they don't see what is what is the point of doing this. Um, when it comes to criticism and thinking about criticism, what they'll do is they'll ignore uh, useful feedback. And they'll see it purely as pointing the finger and going right back to the start where their desire is to look smart and look good. They will do anything they possibly can to avoid being criticized. In fact, they might even get quite aggressive and push back when it comes to criticism coming their way. And so when it comes to then looking at the other people and and instead of modeling people's behaviors and modeling what they particularly did, what their strategies were, and looking at the success of others, they actually feel threatened by the success of others. So they will avoid putting themselves in situations where they can be up against or liaising with people who are more successful from them because they feel that is a um, that is a threat because they, they could never amount to that same level, never get to that same level. So what happens then as a result? Well, they, they actually end up plateauing. They plateau really early and they achieve significantly less than what they're capable of. So they don't ever maximize their fullest potential. Now, all this confirms for them is they literally at cause, everything around them causes them to be like this. It's not It's not their fault, right? So they have this very deterministic view of the world. Everything is causing this to, to happen. And this is this is from a fixed mindset point of view. So think about the number of people you're dealing with. You may, you may actually have some people in this in this area in your team, or you might be dealing with potentially customers in this area as well. There's nothing worse than dealing with a customer with a fixed mindset because it doesn't actually create a great environment for creativity, innovation, which is exactly what we want to do when it comes to providing value to organizations. And so the other key question as well is, do you find yourself or have you found yourself being in this particular mindset yourself where you haven't necessarily embraced challenges, you've looked to avoid these challenges, you've given up earlier than you perhaps knew you should have, uh, you haven't necessarily put in a big, a big enough effort, and you haven't been really receptive to things like feedback. Uh, and if you've ever found yourself potentially threatened by the success of others or found yourself comparing yourself to others, then these may well be indications that, hey, there's been some elements where you have started to uh, create or maintain some sort of a fixed mindset. Hey, but the good news is it can change. And as quickly as clicking the fingers, we can make a choice to change our mindset to one of a growth mindset. And as the research by Carol Dweck determined, intelligence can actually be developed. So this is a choice and we can actually develop uh, a level of intelligence and we can improve both, I guess, our IQ through knowledge, but also our EQ through experience to the point where we can uh, we can learn and we can learn new things and we can get better and better because a great leader, an exceptional sales leader in particular, knows that there's always another level to get to and they're always they're always looking to get to that level, another level and they're never, ever satisfied with where they're at, which is exactly where we want to be. So a growth mindset, it leads to a desire to learn and therefore, uh, when it comes to that particular attitude, a, a mindset to learn stuff, it means that you're ready to embrace challenges. You see challenges as opportunities, and when there are obstacles placed in your way, you look at these as an opportunity to learn something brand new, to find a new way, to develop some creativity, to develop some innovation, and you will persist in the face of any setbacks. So you don't let obstacles stop you, and instead you'll say, okay, I need to increase my efforts. I need to change my efforts. I need to increase the percentage of my efforts, whatever the case might be. You'll see effort 
as a path towards mastery, right? There's always another level. So I'll just do the extra 1%. I'll do the extra 5%. I'll, I'll change the way I'm doing something so I can learn something new. And that often enables us to get over and around those particular obstacles because we're learning something new, a new way of doing things, which then become a, a, a better way of doing things. When it comes to, I guess, criticism or feedback, they a growth mindset individual will always look for opportunities to learn from any type of feedback, whether that's positive feedback, but more specifically constructive feedback or any levels of criticism. So they see this as a learning opportunity, right? They take the other people's perspective because they know that often those people have a different way of looking at things and that's something, again, that they can learn from because, hey, it's always about growing their mindset and thinking about how do I get better, which means I've got to be able to take perspectives from other people and you sometimes use that with a grain of salt, but take take the feedback for what it's worth and see if it's going to be helping or hindering and therefore move forward accordingly. And so the last part there is when it comes to looking at other people, they still don't compare themselves with other people, but what they do is they find lessons and inspiration in the success of other people. They look, okay, what made this person successful? What sort of tactics did they employ? What sort of strategies did they employ? What was their thinking when they were going through the hard times? How do they get over these obstacles? What did they what did they learn as their key takeaways from anything that they've they've gone through that I could use as a catalyst or a platform for me to get better? And maybe that their long their long run is is often going to be my shortcut. And so what the person with a growth mindset will do is they will model excellence. And as a result of this, guess what? It stands to reason they reach an ever higher levels of achievement. They achieve so much more than somebody with a fixed mindset because all of this gives them a greater sense of not only accomplishment, but it means there's a greater level of free will. And guess what? Once they've experienced this, they'll look at how they can do it again and again and again. And a person with a growth mindset will therefore start to permeate that through the culture. So when it comes to building a great culture, it's more likely you're going to have a team that is more optimistic and naturally of a growth mindset type of perspective. So ask yourself this question about, okay, do you possess some of these sort of attributes? Are you are you somebody who does have an element of a growth mindset or a complete mind, growth mindset? And does your team have the same? And just ask yourself then, how much easier is it to get things done when you do have a growth mindset? It's amazing how things open up, opportunities present themselves, and you see more possibilities in the world when you have a growth mindset. And look, people with a fixed mindset will look at people with a growth mindset and say, oh, there goes that person. They were so lucky. I could never be like that. Well, you know what? They could. It's just the choice they make to remain fixed in terms of their thinking. So I trust that message resonates and I trust it helps because it's really important, certainly as a sales leader, that we resonate a positive attitude, that we furnish a culture and underpin a culture that is that is focused on growth, optimism, and positivity because only through that can we actually enlist the, I guess, the discretionary effort and increase discretionary effort of our teams and therefore lead to better results and hopefully over time more sustainable results. So I trust that message uh, helps and if I can help you at all and if you're committed to taking your sales leadership to the exceptional level and doing that in the next 90 days or so, hey, let's work together one-on-one. Love to work with you. Taken on a few clients in the last couple of weeks and it's been awesome working with a new bunch of sales leaders and helping them do just that. So if you are committed to doing that and you know there's another level you can get to, then let's start working together. Simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits you, and we'll sit down and have a conversation, and we can get ready to start as early as this week. So with that said, I'm about to jump in the car and drive a couple of hours to the other side of town to deliver this workshop. I trust you have a phenomenal Wednesday, and I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. 
Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.